And good afternoon, everyone. This is In the Clip Zone again. We're here again, as usual, as we are every week. Um, today is Tuesday, the 20th of August. Yes. We're with An Lee from An Lee's Ass Emporium. Hi, guys. Great name right there. Just, just saying that makes me... <laughs> And then, and of course, we have Dr. Chantel, who's always, most of the time, is with me, unless she's got other things to do. <laughs> it happens. It happens. So, Anli, this is the first time I've ever spoken to you. I don't think I've ever met you before. Um, where, where are you from? I'm based in L.A. Oh. Have you been to any of the uh, trade shows ever? You know, I haven't. I was actually just thinking about, this is going to be one of my questions I was going to ask. Which ones should I hit up first? Is it AVN as the top priority or FETCON? Or? I mean, it depends on what you're trying to accomplish, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. FETCON is more like there's student producers there that shoot content. So if you're looking to hire models or you're a model and you want to shoot for people, that's a great convention to get a lot of content or shoot content. Okay. Okay. Um, AVN is more... I don't even know what AVN is. It's just Dance. basically like, yeah, it's, it's, it's porn it's, people, just a bunch of people. Yeah, just a bunch of. Uh, I mean, AVN, it's it's changing so much, and every year it seems like a whole different thing. So in 2020, for the first time in like 10 years, it's going to be at a different venue. Mm -hmm. And in the past couple of years, they've really been shifting gears away from pre-shot content and moving into cam and clips more, you know, getting a bigger presence. So it's kind of, you know, shifting the balance like, like that. At the same time, that show, like Neil's saying, depending on what you're interested in, if you're interested in maybe meeting some fans and like being overwhelmed by show stuff, then yeah, yeah it's kind of expensive to, the smaller regional trade shows are actually probably more strategic in terms of like meeting other models, actually getting FaceTime, you know, with somebody like Neil or something like that. And also being able to shoot content and make some money at AVN. It's like, it's more of like, it's like going to the biggest, most epic thing. And it's, it's not that it's jumped the shark type of thing. Like it's still a cool show but it's just so saturated with mainstream press and looky-loos and like all that stuff that yeah. it, it's diminishing returns, you know? But I mean, there is still great stuff to go. I mean, I've gone every year of my life since 2006, so. Yeah. And I think it's 20, 2021 is gonna be in the new place. Oh, really? They're not doing it for 2020? I heard that because they were rebranding as a virgin or something. No, this year it's gonna be at the Hard Rock again. Again? Oh, okay. Really, next year, it's not this Yeah, year. yeah. Okay, I thought they were switching it. I thought this was the last, the last year, like the 19. But okay, um, so there's one more year at the Hard Rock, too. One more year at the Hard Rock. But um, there's a lot of exoticas in uh, New, York, New York, New Jersey, Miami. We just did one in Portland. Um, so exoticas are good, too. And they're not too saturated with the cam stuff yet. But most of them, like Chantal said, it's all, if you look, cams everywhere. Cam girls, cams everything cams and it's really getting to the point where I think in the next couple of years, it's just going to be everything cams, which, and maybe some clips people like us that are still going to attend, but you know, it is what it is really. We, you know, you could take a shot at it and I think they should do something in LA one of these years with some sort of a show it would be nice, but I don't know when. They have, there's a show in LA called adult con and it's already happened for this year. And it is, 
in my opinion, um, if it's convenient for you, it might be something interesting to do, but it is not um, representative of other shows. They charge models to have space there. It's kind of swap meaty. Not that there's anything wrong with swap meet, but <laughs> there's, but it, I mean, that's something that if you were interested in it, you could go because it's local, but it's really not the best. Yeah, show. I've had friends who went to Adult Con and nobody was too wowed by it. So, yeah, on their radar. I think it's, it, it kind of depends on what your goals are, you know? So, like, if maybe think about, or like, if you know right now, like, what do you want to get out of going to a trade show? Because depending on what you want, that would really kind of change it. Like Expiz LA is there in January. That's super convenient. And they would let you in, you know, they would just give you a pass because you're a performer, model, producer type of person. And that's really useful if you want to get B2B stuff. So there's no fans there. There's no like money making opportunities in that way. But in terms of networking and seeing like, like leaders in the industry that's you can't go wrong with that one yeah so. that's pretty much all i want to do is to network and meet other people yeah. and then trade to them. hang out and because if yeah. you came to our booth you could obviously you could um promote yourself at our booth and give out cards to promote yourself sign autographs take pictures we always have like a nice dinner or a little gathering that we can all get together and get to know each other more intimately than you know, at the big show crowd. So you have like 20 people. Sometimes I just go to lunch with three people, just me and like whoever's new and we'll just go and sit and talk and stuff. So it is a good place to really get to know people more closely instead of just, you know, Hey, bye. You know, right. <laughs> an hour and go over like whatever concerns, whatever's on your mind, basically it's, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, besides all that excitement, no, I mean, trade shows are an interesting thing to think about, though, because it's yeah. like they're especially if it's one of your first ones, it can be like a real. Yeah, I don't know. They can be amazing or can, they can be like a real shit show. if you're not prepared. Yeah, yeah you I mean, they go to DomCon in L.A., but obviously that's a different type of trade show. It's more yeah, for PDS and professionals, but definitely not for video people specifically. Right. right. Yeah. That's true. And you shoot, looking at your store, you shoot, um, it's mostly you and male talent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I do see some other models in here, but not often. It's mostly you. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I think the stuff with specifically just me sells a little bit more, but I'm, I'm not really sure. And I'm open to kind of messing around with that. I've, the times where I have shot doubles or triples or whatever, that's been, definitely in the beginning years of my career when I worked at a dungeon and like had many people to shoot with at all times and we would just like sit around and shoot. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's different. If you have people, well, like you said, because you have the male customers coming into the dungeon and they allow you, I guess, to shoot them as well. Or no, I meant um, in regards to uh, uh, other female talent that I work with. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant the guys coming into the book sessions, you would film them yeah. too. Which yeah, is easy, it's easy content too because yeah, you know, yeah. you film it, it's great. Yeah. You give a discount on <laughs> Sometimes they'll just pay and you can film it anyway. You get yeah. yeah. They'll pay extra for that, actually. Yeah, they, they do, do. They do pay extra. That's true. They say you're going to be all over the place. Yeah. So going back to your questions here, um, the first one, I'll just go down the list of what Chantel sent me is um, 
appropriate number of, uh, of clips, I guess, how often to post clips, and uh, if you're posting too much, basically, for your returns of money coming in, like you're yeah. too often. So this obviously gets asked all the time is what, how many clips should I update a week, how many times a day. Um, right now, I think um, I'll look at your store, like I'll share my screen in a little bit to show your store, but you're updating like, it looks like once a day. I'm uploading six times a week. Six times a week, yeah. So okay. So have you have you ever tried to change that and do like three times a week and see if your sales are the same? I'm scared. <laughs> like I'm I'm scared to go down because when I started shooting, people were pretty much like you know the way to earn money is you post every single day and multiple people said that to me and then I talked to a couple people like in this past year and they were like, no, you really don't need to post every day to get that same amount of money. So on the one hand, I, you know, hear what I first heard like six years ago about people who said that's the way you make money. And then I hear from people who do well now that you, you don't need to, but they also already do well and they've been doing it for longer and more consistently than I have, you know? Yeah. I was going to say probably what it, it um, what it comes down to also is if you've always posted six times a week and then you stop, that might change it. But if you start off saying I'm posting three times a week and they're used to that, then your money's still going to be made that way because they know you're only updating three times a week. So your fans yeah. are going to know that. But going from six to three, it still might not be bad. I mean, I don't want you to, again, lose any, um, any sales from it. But it could be a good experiment to try. Like for one month, I'm going to yeah. take those six updates and do it in two weeks and see what happens. Yeah. And I think at some point I'm going to have to do that because posting six times a week is exhausting. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of content to shoot. I, part of the reason why I was, was able to do that is I had a lot of black content from the years where I was shooting, but I wasn't posting at all. So oh, it was easy okay. for me to have that back content. And now that I've gone through all of it, like hundreds of videos I've wow. I'm, I'm finally on like my last bit of back content like my literally the last one so I'm like <laughs> okay now I need to actually work for a lot more of this now right now you have to start shooting and producing again like weekly pretty much yeah, yeah. and yeah and yeah you don't want to shoot for like a week and you put that stuff up next week and then you got to shoot next week and so you want to pretty much get enough in the can where you're like okay I got 12 clips this is good for a month. And then in the yeah. middle of the month, you can start shooting again. So you get a schedule, which I don't know what your routine is, but yeah. you got to come up with some sort of a routine where you stick with it and it works. And so that's, I would say six times a week is definitely a lot. And you're right. Some people do very well just updating every day because there, there's always people, new people coming to the site every day that might see you that might not be there tomorrow. Um, so they come today and they see you updated. So every day you're updating pretty much. Um, uh, you should update on Sunday for sure. That's like the busiest. Yeah, I always do. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know what days were your, what day. You I start? focus on the weekends. It's like the only day I don't update is on Monday. Monday is my work days where I kind of edit everything and. Okay. Out. Yeah. That's good. I think our slowest day is like Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, okay. Good to know. Um, so you probably could do like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. Okay. your shooting and your editing and stuff and see that's another thing you could do also you could still update your six times but change the dates change the times you're up what time do you update what time do you um i update at 107 p.m eastern time oh exactly 107 what yeah. happens at 107 <laughs> so i mean 
So the way I see it, the way I see it is like a lot of people, if they have their updates queued, they do specifically like one o'clock, 12 o'clock, two o'clock, but staggering it out at a weird number makes me more likely, like, I think I'm assuming it increases my percentages to be seen for that one minute at least. So you're probably the first one that ever brought that up and you're right. You're actually right. I didn't even never thought about that because by instinctively you probably are always doing on the hour, the half hour, because that's what you're like one o'clock, three thirty, two thirty. you know, so doing what you're doing is probably a smart thing. Actually, that's, that's yeah. an idea. So one Oh seven Eastern time, right? Yeah. So that's uh, a 10, 10, 10 oh seven your time. Okay. That's, yeah. So what you could do is you could change that, not every day, but say like three out of the six, if you're still doing six, you could say change that to um, like 6.07 Eastern yeah. time. So it's, uh-huh. dinner, so it's dinner time. People are just coming home from work and they're coming onto the site right after work. So yeah. you're getting more like the guys that are at home all day or at work surfing for porn, which I'm sure a lot of people are still doing that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sure. But – that's not a bad way to, to test out your sales also is to try different, like yeah. different times, but later is better. Um, you know, between, I think yeah. between four and eight is like the prime uh, PM four to 8 PM. Eastern time is like a prime time update with new stuff. Okay. So those are, uh, but if you're doing pretty good with what your one o'clock, you want to set then. I mean, it's, it's on, it's supposedly at one Oh seven, but it changes all the time because I, sometimes don't get it out at 107 so oh. yeah well, that's something that you could probably mess around with in the next like month or two and change since you update so often like i said you could change different days to different times later mm-hmm. maybe even a couple earlier like maybe 11 07 a.m eastern mm-hmm. so it's even earlier maybe when people get up in the morning at five they're like getting ready for work but they're looking for porn at five in the morning which that's what i usually do i'm up at five <laughs> i surf early in the morning but you can do that too, like 5.07 a.m. Like, so you really have a, a, good, um, a good way to mess around a little bit and test things because you, do, you update so much and you have enough content. Well, you're running out of content, but you could still do it for the next month or two to test it yeah. and try the different times six times a week. So that could be six different times you could see which one sold the most. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Well, I think that would make – more sense if all of my content were exactly the same but for example like bob was in it like certain things sell better than others like oh just some categories i know that regardless of what time i post it it's just going to sell a lot yeah because yeah. some things are really super so popular and there's always think people, about it. yeah the more popular fetishes there are always people on there like the foot fetish and bondage and and femdom those are always usually you're going to find a customer all the time pretty much for those kind of uh, categories. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I see it says you only shoot femdom content. However, it's quite broad, which you're, it is a pretty broad category on top of that. Um, I would say femdom is good. Uh, Don't get me wrong, but I think because there's so many other categories that could relate to femdom, that you could capitalize on those things, which you do. I mean, I noticed you do not just have femdom. I mean, you do cuckolding, domination, ruined orgasm. So it's all femdom, but you're breaking it up into um, different categories that relate to it, which, like I said, that's, that's probably the best. So looking at what you're doing, 
I mean, to me, you're doing the right, you're doing it the right way. You have everything. There's, I don't even see anything in femdom actually in the first couple pages. You have. Yeah. Um, I don't have too much, like, like it's, it's all within the femdom umbrella, but uh, yeah. femdom as a general category, I definitely don't post as much in because to me, it seems a little bit too broad. Like pretty much anything could be categorized as femdom. But what you should so. do, what you should do is because most of the things you're shooting are femdom related, you should definitely have femdom in your related categories for almost every clip. Um, I, okay. I know some of them you say female domination and then in your, in your keywords, you put like Asian femdom. Um, mm -hmm. I'm trying to see what else you put in here. Some of them are different, but which is good, but I think a femdom POV. So this way, if I'm looking for femdom, because the new search works in a different way than the, the old search, where if I, even if you didn't put femdom in the category, and I'm looking for femdom, I'll still find it because you tagged it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, and it just depends on what people are looking for as far as, uh, you know, what, what your customers like. I mean, I'm sure you get feedback on Twitter and other places that, you know, do you, are you, do you belong to any forums, the femdom forums out there? Um, I have dabbled in them briefly, but they are honestly very overwhelming for me. So... Like I used to be a part of Max Fish, but Max Fish has kind of gone to shit. So I don't, I, I enter like twice a year and regret it. Oh yeah, yeah. But I know there's Femdom Destiny and there's... Um, oh, you mean uh, Mistress Destiny? Yeah, Mistress Destiny. Yeah, that's a big one too. Even even Reddit, you can go on or Fet, what's, the, what's that one called? Fet, Fet Life? Yeah. That life is a good one, but if you just go into um, uh, Google and just type in like female domination forums or femdom forums, mm -hmm. you'll probably find some really old ones that have a lot of loyal people that are older, um, like yeah. the generation where kind of I grew up, where they're uh -huh. spending the money, they're in their 40s into 60s year old, and they're all, you know, they're the ones that are spending the most money on that content. So it wouldn't hurt to try signing up for those, but it is going to be part of your job to go on either once a week or twice a week and just post, um, yeah, post yeah. Some pictures of yourself or some uh, preview sample videos with your link to your clip store. Um, and you're going to get a lot of people talking to you in there, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Most of them are going to be customers. So you'll get some good feedback from them, I think, because that's really who you want to talk to is your customers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, so I, I think that's like key for you to do if you can, just so you get to know. I don't know, where else do you get feedback from? Like, do people hit uh, on Twitter or anything, or not really? Twitter. I would say Twitter is probably my biggest source. I do have clients, and my clients give me feedback. Um, yeah, oh, it's good. probably Twitter and my real-time clients. So do your real-time clients go to your clip store and look at the content? Oh, they yeah, do? Um, I've, yeah, so I actually started doing clips again. I took a break for about three years and um, I started doing it again because I figured clips would be kind of the best way to advertise as a pro dom post right. to Sesta. Right. It's just like the most straightforward. I need to start shooting clips again because, you know, Eros is getting harder and harder. All these other sites are just getting harder and harder. So yeah, no, I agree. Sad. That's true. So that is a good way to advertise for yourself on top of it, even though you might not say, you know, I don't know if you actually say that on your clips or anything, like yeah. contact me here um, in your clips or at the yeah. end of the clips or anything. I have it in like my, my videos and stuff. Like I have my ProDom website on there and stuff. Okay. 
Well, that's good. Um, yeah. Froze up on yeah, me. Yeah. Did she freeze up for you too? Yeah. Hold on. Sorry. My 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 yeah. stuff is freezing right now. Hold on. Your audio is not frozen, but your oh, there you are. You're back. Wow. We're like one face, but a voice. <laughs> yeah. Now you're back. Um. So then going back to. Uh, so anyway, getting back to that. So specialized content, I think you're already doing um, because you're gearing, you're niching to like jerk off instruction, ball busting, whatever, you know. So those to me are your micro niches in the femdom category. So unless you're wanting to yeah. do more outside of the femdom for yourself, but I don't know if you yeah. want to be portrayed. Right. That's what I was going to say. I mean, I guess you can get really brutal and you can really, you know, people and stuff if that's what you want to get to that point like uh tied up i mean i would I'm, I'm, yeah i yeah ball crushed or whatever i mean i i i do do that my it's largely just uh an issue of uh slave availability right you need those available sites and all that fun stuff. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true you need to find someone to take that punishment <laughs> well, I yeah. mean, it's probably only yeah. so many times a week a person can take the punishment. So you got to have a good rotation. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And I'll tell you what, yeah, if, you, if you do go to the shows where there's a lot of consumers, you know, and you get to talk to a customer of yours and they're into this, you might have like a small group of want to be like, I'll be in the films. No problem. Just whatever you need to do. Just beat me up, whatever. I don't care because it's you. So they get excited and, and to have yeah, the yeah. opportunity, you know, you just have to be careful, obviously, because, you know, you want to vet them first. You know, that's what we should come up with next is a vetting system for. Can you imagine like a like some sort of like vetting booking system where you could connect producers and models and they would. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. about I don't know about oh, booking because then you're then you worry about the Sesta Boston. But I could see. Well, then you yeah, then you end up being an agent, too. Right. I could just see vetting people in general and getting all their contact info. So it's like, oh, you're. Oh yeah, you could almost have a listing where somebody could be like, "Oh, you know, I I would love to be in something like this," and they'd be right. their listing, and you'd be like, "Joe Schmo," and then like, on Lee could be yeah. like, "Oh, I'm gonna contact Joe Schmo. I need his services." I know where he lives, and we if something happens, then we know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough of that. Now we're fans. The ideas are endless, Neil. There's no shortage of ideas. <laughs> That's true. Uh, does having exclusivity, exclusive, exclusivity over a clip versus shared content with other producers? Um, you're talking about sharing with another model or producer, like you both get the same content. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't think that's a good idea, right? Uh, like, like shooting the exact, like you guys have the exact same file, you and whomever else. Yeah. You didn't shoot two. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so I wouldn't do that. I would say because now you have the same clip in either on the same platform or one's going to put it on here and you're going to put it over here. So to me, you're better off if you're doing shared content is like, I'll make a clip for you. You make a clip for me and they're different. And you're, and now you're sharing, you know, this is mine. This is yours are two different clips. Um, so that makes more sense than just sharing one clip because you might as well just take that clip and put it everywhere. Why do you have to share it with someone else? You know what I mean? It's the same clip. So yeah, I, and you're kind of competing with yourself in yeah. that way, like you know. And if the person, I mean, your name is pretty high up, like alphabetized why, but say it's somebody named Aaron, but A, you know, I don't know, but it, it, you're yeah, yeah. you end up you. It's like just who finds it first, you know, who gets right. the first search, and and yeah, 
That's versus true. if you were if you were shooting together with somebody, you could just tweak it even slightly, or you know something to make them different. And that way, your fans they would get their special thing with you more featured or highlighted, and then whoever you shared with, they would get their fans would get that. But then you all both would have the same. You know, you'd have the opportunity to trade and have another person in there, and and so it'd be like a win-win-win everywhere. And then there'd be no sort of competition, you know, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I asked that question because I know a lot of people who do, you know, full full-on sharing. Like everyone shoots all together, and then they all split the videos evenly. It, not even split it. Everyone gets all the videos evenly. And to me, it just doesn't seem like the smartest idea. And also, in particular, I think I because I like my content to have a certain look to it, just to shoot with someone else and have content that doesn't look characteristic of what I like to put out just doesn't seem to make that much sense to me. Um, right, that's true too. You're allowing them to do edits on your con on the content you want to be in a certain way too. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense not to do it. So I would say no to that, and instead you know, do what I was saying, where you both shoot a different clip for each other, if that's what you want to do, so you don't have to worry about paying somebody a model for that. And um, yeah, I think that's better. And I have something in the works for a model ref share program also that would probably work pretty good um, for stuff like that, but it's not exactly that, like where you're shooting content for each other. It's, it's different, but that's something we can get into at another time. But anyway, uh, but, um, I think that your best bet is always to have the control over your content instead of letting it out the door. And you never know, that person might put it somewhere that gets pirated and now it's all over the place and you're trying to sell it and you're like, what the heck? You know, why is it buying this? So I would say not to do that. But it's up to you, obviously. You're, you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Um, uh, so let's see, are the benefits going? Oh, the convention thing is what we talked about before. Okay, so we already talked about that. Um, we do have classes and seminars that we do at the trade shows too. So uh, about learning about new features of the site, different things we're working on. So uh, people can ask questions while they're there and get help with different ways of making more money or how to utilize the search and all that stuff, which is what we do here pretty much too. But um, some of the seminars are done that way also. So it's good. So mm -hmm. that just goes back to that seminar thing so yeah. but, what are your goals with the yeah, seminar <laughs> yeah pretty much that's what we always ask you know if you have a store what do you want to what's your what are you trying to accomplish because some people are brand new some people have been doing this for a while like how long have you been doing this for on the clips for sale um so i started i think five years ago and uh -huh. i did it actively for maybe a year and a half and then i took a break and then i started again in earnest maybe about a year ago this time a couple a little over a year ago so i've been kind of really going at it for non-stop for a year now oh yeah i see february uh 2014 you started 2014 uh, 2014 was the first clip you added okay okay yeah so it's about like you said it's been yeah, about five years ago yeah, yeah. five years and i don't know uh where the gap is i'm just i'm just looking at your old content so I'm going to share the screen with you so you can see, um, I don't okay. know if you've seen the new search engine and the new. Yes, I have. And do you play around with it? I play around it with it all the time. I like it because oh. I'm a looky loo and it gives me the stats on everyone rather than just like a top 50. It gives me like a full 
full stats on everyone. <laughs> so. We've never discussed the spying functions of the search. Yeah, I didn't know about that one. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> so this would be your, obviously this is your store, which to me looks a hundred times better than the old store look. Mm -hmm. uh, and, but you could easily see how often you update it. So seven days, seven clips. So that's pretty much it. the last seven days you update it every day, according mm -hmm. to to this thing but the best things on here are um ways that you can send your content to um different social media platforms like this one i just like reversed the order of your clips and now these are the old ones i think this was your first clip right here you put up mm -hmm. so you can copy and paste this link and send this on twitter and let people go to your store and let them see the old clips first even though to them you know to them it's brand new anyway so but at least yeah. you're gonna now sell some old content right away okay yeah interesting so that gives you a way to go backwards and they could just switch it just like i did anyway and go back to your newest stuff which is just as easy so um but your popular clips you could see on here too which what do you got here so 49 so yeah you're doing pretty good here with the popular clips so i would always change it to um oops sorry i would always change it to more per page than anything like 96 and uh -huh. the thumb scrolling yeah, so these are your top clips for the last week. Okay. So you could even take this link and post it on Twitter or these forms we were talking about that you could join and, yeah. and just say, you know, these are my, my most popular clips from last week. And you already know they're selling well, so that means they're popular for a reason. So yeah. the Femdom customers are probably going to jump right on these and be like, oh, shit, these are, these are great. But then you could obviously go back a month and see 100, and now you got 157 clips. So it's even more content to throw at them. So the more, the more content you can throw at them, the better. Yeah, yeah. And you could just take these links and save them for, you know, there's 400 clips now they could see. this. So this one right here is your most popular clip in the last year. Yeah. Edging Games, which is, that's an interesting machine you got there. Venus uh, 2000. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Hands-free milking. Yep. Yeah, I like that. That's um, pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> So now you could even get really slick and say, okay, these are popular. Let me get rid of this. Um, but you can go one step further and just pick a category. Like if you're going to post on a foot fetish forum, like, uh -huh. uh, like find a foot thing and just go to foot. I don't know what would be better here. Foot fetish, say, for example. And then mm -hmm. that's why I'm saying you should tag everything. If it's foot related, just put foot fetish in the, in the uh, related category somewhere. Uh -huh. so, so so now you got 38 clips so you can copy and paste this and post it on the foot forums and say here's all my foot stuff and you could sit uh, obviously they can go in and sort this and change things and do whatever they want but yeah, yeah. this gives them an easy way to see what they want so and i think you're um let me go back out of here are you putting your name and all your clips too you are okay yeah i am Okay, you put it twice oh three times four times four times <laughs> four times is good so they'll find you somehow yeah yeah which i think is the best thing so you looking at this like you're really writing you know good descriptions you're putting a lot of info then you're not only you adding your keywords but you're adding the features here too which is almost the same thing but the search will pick this up this section right here so even if it doesn't even if you don't have it in here it looks at all these all these areas the search so as long as you typed in those words you'll it'll find it you know what i mean mm -hmm. And soon, I think we're going to be adding a model section soon. So there'll be like a cast, but I think it's going to oh, say, cool. yeah, I think it's going to say like starring 
And then mm-hmm. after the word starring, it'll have whatever models are in that clip. So you're pretty much, you would be in 99% of these right, by yourself. Yeah, yeah. So you would have to see who else is. I know you said you do work with other models. Like here's another model here. Yeah. So is this model in the industry too, or she just helps you? Uh, she's in the industry too, but she doesn't have a clips for sale site. She only has an, I want clips, I believe. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> I told her to get a clips for sale. Yeah, <laughs> she might've created she, one. Yeah. She's so th- this is her name, Danielle Blunt. Yeah. Mistress Blunt. So if I click on that, I could quickly sort you know, only her clips with you. Mm-hmm. And if I really want to be slick, I could see she's got other clips. I don't know if she shot for anybody else. I don't think so. I, or I don't know if they're posted on clips for sale. Here's one from whoever this is. Oh, that's not yeah. her though. That's a different that's day. Not her. Yeah. Now, once I think gets, it just has Blunt in the... Yeah, just once it, once it gets past Danielle Blunt, it starts pulling Danielle and Blunt. Well, here's another one. That's you also. Yeah. So yeah, most of these are all you are uh, all from you anyway. So that's not bad. Yeah. So let's go back to your store, and you only have one store, right? So that's all you. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. You, I would just keep posting everything on one. I wouldn't split it up or separate anything. Um, but you could also switch over to your HD content only, and you only do MP4, which is good. You don't have to confuse everybody with like three different formats, which yeah. is yeah. Nobody likes to have to deal with all that. <laughs> you see the same thing three times. Yeah, and yeah, also, yeah. you know, I used to, I used to split it up, but I figured all the sales are going to the same place, and I'd rather have one clip higher up on the sales than splitting those sales over a couple different places. It's just not worth it to me. Yeah, exactly. That makes the most sense because it's all going to this one thing anyway. So you might as well. Cool. Um, but and most of your clips are between um, eight, uh, between five and fifteen minutes, which is good. Yeah. Sweet yeah. spot is like ten minutes for most of the clips as far as um, the top sellers. Mm-hmm. So this, you know, and this is another thing you can do too. Well, I'm sorry, not that one, but you can go back to that and you can change your price to, so if you want to give someone like a deal, not even, you're not even giving them a deal. You're just saying, Hey, here's all my clips under $10 and you can post mm-hmm. that in. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. This is HD and under $10. Yeah. So, yeah, so here's a way you can say, hey, if anybody wants to buy some inexpensive clips, we don't want to say cheap, but inexpensive, here are some clips for you to buy that are all under ten dollars. Yeah, which is real nice. And then they can get three clips for the price of one of these bigger ones. Yeah, yeah. Not too bad. So anyway, so <laughs> I think I think as long as you keep playing around with this search, you'll come up with different ways to change the order, you know, and just don't be afraid to experiment with it to to um copy and paste the link and post it in Twitter or on the forums just to see, you know, how many people come in from those things. And you'll notice sales right away from, like I said, if you reverse it and show the oldest clips first, you might start seeing some older clips selling for the next week because you posted that link on a forum. Yeah. Yeah. So it can't hurt to, to get those out there. So that's not. Yeah, definitely. So let me see. There's a whole world of tasks that one can do. (laughs) It's yeah. exhausting. <laughs> you got to put it like a, just a cap on it, you know, like however long you think, you know, if it's 30 minutes every other yeah. day or whatever, and just kind of do what you can in that time. Cause you can go down a rabbit hole with this stuff and, and yeah, just be at it forever. Yeah. You have to, you have to, a lot of people think that they could just start it and clips for sale has enough traffic. They're going to, you know, fix everything for me and I don't have to do anything, but 
it, it really, that's part of it. But the other part of it is since other sites have come out that don't really buy traffic and they rely on you solely to bring traffic, which to me is like not even how it should be. You should rely on me first and foremost to make you money. And then if you want more money, you're going to work harder for it. Obviously you're, you're only going to get so much from my traffic and then you pushing yourself and you know, some, which is bizarre to me sometimes is on Twitter. They'll, they'll push another site altogether. And I'm like, well, you could be doubling your income with clips for sale. If you would just tweet that instead of, well, I have my stuff with clips for sale and I'm making my money there on my own without doing anything. And I'll make my money by pushing this over here. So stop pushing that and push it over here. And you're going to probably make a lot more. Um, we've done a few experiments with a bunch of different models who said, I'm going to shut this site down for like three months and not do anything with it. And I'm going to push all my work over here. And they wound up like their money was even, you know, say it was like, well, I make more here. It all of a sudden just moves back and forth because you're pushing more to clips for sales. So your sales went up, your sales dropped here, and then you stop promoting and you're here. So it's like you're working hard now promoting both sites, making really the same money if you just pushed it to one. So I'm not saying you should put all your eggs in one basket, but, today's world with 2019 and 20 coming up we've been around long enough that you can rely on us that we're not going anywhere some of these other sites you got to really be careful um just with you don't know what their business ethics are how they spend their money what they're doing to make sure you're going to be stable for the next 10 years you know what i mean mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. most people don't care they're just like i just want to make money i don't care if they disappear next year great um <laughs> Always, always pay attention to who you're working with and do some research, I guess. You yeah, say. yeah. So was there anything else you wanted to ask me while you have me here? Um, I guess like anything else you could point out about my site that might do with some improvement? Just anything. Well, the thing is, I look at these, um, I look at the, the, what do you call it? The the new search page. I don't even look at your other pages anymore. So I don't even know what that looks like. You're on your store, but yeah, yeah. keep everything the way you, I, I think the way you're doing it, looking at your descriptions, you're writing, you have good um, clip titles for the title clip. And you know that you have to, the customer is really there for a couple seconds. You're trying to grab his attention. So you're going to put a good image up there, a good animated GIF, maybe a preview. Um, so those things I think you're doing already fine. I don't know how you would increase that other than to go out to find other avenues of those customers, letting them interact with you and bringing in that new group of customers. that's going to probably buy from you right away because yeah. just the fact that you're on the forum is a, is a big bonus for these uh, customers that are into the same things that you're shooting. So uh -huh. were you going to say something? Chantel? I had a question actually. Do you think Neil that there's a way, cause I know, talking about not updating six days a week, you know, thinking about how to kind of shift that or almost, you want to get out of that, right? Only like, yeah, you're, you're trying to, it's kind so, of unsustainable. It seems like it. So, I mean, I, I have absolutely no idea. Some sort of spitballing here. Would there be, is there an idea like maybe the month of September, you maybe on your social media, you do something where you say, Oh, I'm going to do this, special content. I have no idea what it is. Maybe it's a little bit longer or it's a different setting or something, but you're saying this content is so special that I'm only going to do three clips a week. And then is there a way that she can kind of train her audience? Do you think Neil to expect 
less clips. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to figure yeah, out a way to solve that you can work on solving your problem. Yeah, because the content would be more um, intriguing to the customer that they'll be like, oh, well, if she's only, if she's doing this kind of stuff, then I know that she's not going to post it every day. But the three times a week, now if you consistently post those same three days, like mm -hmm. Monday, Saturday, and Sunday, for example, whatever it is, mm -hmm. then they know to come back to you on those days or they might look in the middle of the week anyway. Most people with the new search, they can easily go and just click on seven days. And I don't have to look at all the crap that's before, after seven days. So if I go to Clips for Sale every day and shop, I'll know that you updated because I'll see that the last seven days, this is all the content. So okay. you, you only have one clip or two clips. It's easy for me to see it. I don't have to go through your whole store and be kind of like, I already saw everything you did. I just want, I'm waiting for new shit now. Mm -hmm. So show me the new stuff. So I think, I think it just depends on how creative you can get with the editing and maybe you want to edit a different way or um, I don't know how much time you want to spend on, on that kind of thing with your clips. I know you edit it nice anyway, but you know, is there something way I mean, you could do? I don't know. Or you can, I mean, it just seems like sometimes too, when, you know, we're looking at people's stores, um, it seems like descriptions and stuff aren't really quite there, but it looks like you have all that stuff. Like you're a good writer and really like lots of adjectives and things. So I wonder if even just by, writing text that's somehow alluring or coming up with some kind of marketing campaign again if you could find a way to just shift the tide you know and, and make them like basically yeah. retrain them to expect less stuff and it I don't even know if if shooting something so different I mean yeah like maybe you get like a new outfit or something to jazz it up for the special I have no idea like whatever kind of manipulation you want to do but maybe there's a way through like almost you come up with like a marketing campaign that you can employ to kind of train people into slowly expecting less by making them anticipate fewer things more. And you can do yeah. that simply by, by changing your frame of reference a little bit or, or writing about your content in a way that makes it like, Oh shit, like this is, this is wild or different or even yeah. better than before. I don't know. I mean, I, I obviously, yeah, yeah. I, it's just a thought. I mean, because it seems like the one thing you said that was, you know, something you really wanted to kind of get away from is, is changing that unsustainable pace. Yeah. And so, I mean, really, if your customers are expecting that pace, then that's like you said, it's kind of scary. Like, oh, do I go down like fewer? But if you can make them expect a different thing, then that might be a way to work on solving your problem. It might not happen all of a sudden, but yeah. That's a, just a that's thought. A good idea to think about. I'll definitely, because yeah. I've I've definitely seen other producers do something like that where they're like, I spent this many days editing this crazy video, and that's why you're only getting one video this week or something. So yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. Um, however, that works. You know, however you do it for your customers, that's something that yeah. only you can figure out. But I don't know. Just again, I'm just trying to trying to think of something. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. It is tough. It's not an easy. And the good thing is because it's mostly you shooting, either yourself or you with a, a slave. I guess you can say um, you can experiment a lot with the different types of things you're shooting and and try. You know what's what's really popular on the site. You could say you shoot your pre predominantly femdom stuff, but you realize that by using that new search, you can look at the global site and say, let me see what's um, most popular in the last seven days on the whole site. 
So you could take like categories that you know you could do really well and say, well, taboo is really popular. So let me do a taboo clip today. And I'm only going to do one of those and I'm going to do it on whatever day. And you could slowly start weeding down your times of updating from six days, even to four days and start go to four days for a month or two and then go to three days. And, you know, I don't think you could do it in one shot. I would just go, you know, two days, then another day and stick with maybe three days a week or four at the most. And, yeah, yeah. but it is, it is going to be tough to, it is a tough thing. Like what Chantel said, it's not a simple solution for anybody to figure out, you know, what is it that's going to make them want to come back less basically and expect more. Yeah. That's pretty much what we're asking them to do. Even though they're still going to come every day and look for your new updates. Now you think they're going to be disappointed because they're like, Oh, she usually updates every day. And there's nothing here. Yeah. I guarantee they're going to come back tomorrow and look again. I mean, if they're really into your content, you probably use the email system we have in the, in yeah. the, in the admin so that's one way to get to the customers you already have and just say straight up you know this week I'm updating with three new clips these are the days I'm updating so now your customers know ahead of time you know that's for your existing customers you know and the new customers and I think going to those forums because they're all brand new customers to you and you're updating three days a week you're starting to now re rebuild and rebrand your store that all these new people are used to three updates a week and all the other people will slowly gravitate. I don't think there's going to be a problem with it. Um, if you see a huge drop in sales, then you know something's not right. You know, you yeah, yeah. or something. But I know what you're saying. You're paranoid to just like you're at a certain level, and God forbid, you're like, oh my God, I'm not giving enough content. I just I'm making yeah. half of what I made last month. Yeah, yeah. That's I, a good that that point that you just made, Neil. That's a that's a really really good point. The idea of kind of shifting customer expectations and sort of working on that a bit before going out and, and going to forums and, and sort of remarketing for new customers. Because if you take, you have your existing pool and you start retraining them to expect slightly different pacing from you. And then you, then after that, then you go out and you find all these new people or start interacting in different ways. Then you don't have to retrain all those other people. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, yeah. it would be, it's like a cart before the horse. If you were to start going like hitting forums really hard or really regularly today, then all of a sudden to have to take that many more people and retrain them to expect different pacing. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, yeah. You have such a, this is such an interesting yeah. thing to think about. Most I people guess, are like, oh, for your name, but yours is I, really complicated. I guess part of it is also like, I wonder if by posting a lot, I'm actually devaluing my work, you know, because there's this kind of like, you know, in scarcity, people value things a lot more because they're like, oh, this only comes out once a week. I'm so excited for it versus right. like, eh, she posts every single day nearly. Like, right. I'll, I'll go there on Tuesdays and I'll just gather it all up then type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, to me, what devalues people's content, and this has been proven already, is when you take that and you're putting it on, you know, seven different platforms. Yes. Now you're, because then you either have different pricing all over the place and it it's saturated with the same content. So... Having, or you lose people as they go from place to place to place looking yeah, for different pricing or different, yeah. Right, so now you got that customer that might have went to another site now and you're not updating as much. Now you're pissing him off because you're like, oh, now I got to go back here. And So I, I think adding the content more is, I, I agree with what you're saying now. Like once a week is what the standard was back in the day. It was like once a week. That's all I used to do also was every Friday 
I updated with a new clip and that's all I did once a week. And that's, you build your customer base that way. And they're like, okay, Friday, I need to go check out Neil's store and let me see what he's got Friday. So great. They might even put like a, you know, you're sending out that email every Friday saying, Hey, I just updated. So now they're reminded to go back to your store and look at your new content. You just updated today. So I don't think, I don't think you'll have a problem, but I think like Chantel said, you're, the, the value of the content maybe will increase because you're not throwing it out so much and you are putting out more uh, like, and I don't know if the content's going to be better or the same, but you're still marketing it that this is like, you're getting something really good right now and I'm only going to give you this once a week. So it could be the exact same. I mean, not the same, like produced yeah. over and over again. It could be the same caliber of content you're creating. Exactly. If you can find a way to shift the description, you know, like through your writing or through whatever marketing campaigns you do, if you find a way to shit like, Oh, this is the, this yeah. is way better. But yeah, that's yeah, it. Especially if you let them know that, you know, I'm working my ass off here and I'm not going to kill myself by constantly being a machine. I'm a person and I have a life too outside of this. So you're getting, you're getting the best of me this way. Yeah. So, and maybe you just say that in a description or, you know, like I know you guys have been waiting for a week, but fuck you. <laughs> because they're all, it's all femdom anyway, so they probably would have so They're probably yeah. like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, shit. Okay, we'll listen to what Anli says. Okay, every Friday. Yeah, we'll... Just make one clip that says, fuck you, this is all you get this week. And they'll like, <laughs> Yeah, that's a good series you could start. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Idea, My harsh phrasing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I, I can think of some good things now. Like, <laughs> the longer we anyway. sit here, I can come up with ideas for shooting content. <laughs> but I, but I don't think I don't think you're gonna have any problems um, slowly shifting people in there since you have. I mean, how much content do you actually have sitting there right now? About. Um. So I'm about to go on, about to be out of town for like quite a few days. So I've been shooting every week to twice a week just to get ready for the fall which is about to be a clusterfuck and so I, I, I have a couple weeks worth of content right now it's all current content none of it six days a week yeah and um, I need to actually shoot some more POVs today but it's been such a clusterfuck that I'm I've really been thinking about just like lowering down to four days a week and just seeing how that goes because I want to be able to produce quality content that I like, you know, and not just be like, let's just get this out. And of I shoot with my partner mostly. And he and I have both like kind of reached a point where we're like, we're, we're just trying to like get it done. You know, we're not taking our time to make a really beautiful scene, you know? Right. Right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And, so, you, want, and you want it to be good content. So. Yeah. And I did like, I, I like doing the stuff. I just don't like doing it at the rate that I do it at. And I want to be able to, like, I don't want to burn out on it. And I, I just want to enjoy the process and not feel totally rushed by the end of the day, just trying to get stuff out. Right. Like here, I'll give you, I'm going to share my screen one more time with you just so you can see this, like okay. uh, while you were talking. So this would be like the most popular clips today. So you can narrow it down to just today. And you can see like, here's the num you know, the top popular clip is taboo. And this girl's, solo and she never has anybody else in her clips but her so that's the most popular clip today and then you go down the lines like pedal pumping would be good for you could do femdom and foot fetish with pedal pumping so you could throw that in there 
you do mesmerize stuff, I think, already. I thought I saw. Yeah, I do. Um, then you have tickling's a big one, too, by the way. A tickling fetish is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, farting, obviously, if you really want to get into that, but that's up to you. Uh, ass worship, because your store is the ass. Emporia. Yeah. So ass worship is good. Uh-huh. I'm just looking at some of these. Sneezing is a big thing that not everybody could do, but it's unique. And, and um, you could really, like, that's a long clip, 13 minutes. So I don't know what she's doing. That's a lot of sneezes. That's a lot of sneezes. Or there's just like three sneezes <laughs> in 13 minutes. Um, but just to give you an idea, if you just did this, the search, I mean, the, the sorting of the store, the site with the search and figure out, you know, ball busting, trainee, diaper. And these are all things you could do with your femdom in the same store without changing anything. Yeah. Even foot worship, like having the other girl worship your feet instead of just showing your, your feet, both of you showing your feet to the camera, you could actually be dominating the other model. But if she's a dom also, that's probably not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to find a more submissive uh, model to work with on occasion. If uh-huh. That's always good. Um, what else? Smoking. I mean, smoking is always big. Yeah. Mothering is always good. So these are just all different Crazy foot smelling is big. Dip, I don't know. Oh, dipping. Yeah, I don't even know if I bother with that. But so you got plenty of stuff. Yeah, that's a good know. idea to look at that to give me inspiration for. And you can even go to trending now. The trending shows you what's selling right now, not popular, but okay. like this clip, like just sold, for example, maybe uh-huh. a couple minutes ago. So this is showing you like live of what's selling. Doesn't mean it's popular. Just means uh-huh. this is what's sold. So yeah, yeah. you could look at that also. And it's, it's sort of the similar um, ball busting, a lot of ball busting, mind fuck, which is also femdom. Um, yeah, a lot of these things are basically the same sort of categories that you were just looking at. Hand jobs is always big, but you could do the femdom like you're doing now, which you already have a bunch of ruined orgasms and things like that are good. Yeah. Yep, you could be here all day. That's what I do. I sit here all day. <laughs> And you know, always make don't, sure. Don't analysis paralysis yourself, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's important. Crazy, but there are a lot of updates every day, and you can even just look at what people are adding. It doesn't mean it's it's good, but people still actually put up content that's like older, and maybe the quality's not that good, or you know, it's crazy, but it still sells. So it's it's amazing that the customer base on clips for sale is so you know unique in their way that they shop, and they don't. They don't always care that, mm-hmm. oh, well, it's a brand new clip that she did in HD. They just want to see the good content and the quality of the content that you know, you know, you get the fetish. So that's also important, too, is if you're shooting stuff, is that you're really into it to the point where you know the lingo, the, ter- the terminology. Um, so that's always research you can do on your own, you know, with foot yeah. bondage and tickling, you know. Tie up your slave and tickle him. I mean, that can't hurt. Yeah. I, he'd probably enjoy that. He says I do too much pain, but I like pain, so. <laughs> yeah, you know what I've never seen yet would be like a mixture of the tickling and pain. So while he's tied up, you can yeah. tickle him and then beat the crap out of him. That would be funny. <laughs> like I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, that's, that would be an interesting thing to see how that would sell because you're triggering on two people's fetishes right off the bat. Yeah. You know, so anytime you could you could cross – fetishes it's it's better so if you can you know so 
I don't know. That's what I got. That's all I got. I can't think okay. of everything at the same, you know, this in this half in this hour time, but we can do what we can. Okay. Okay. So, so just to clarify, you think crossing two different categories is better than just solely focusing on one specific thing, like say foot stuff. It's like, you know, just purely foot sucking or should you, do you think foot, so you, you think it's better to mix two different categories? Yeah, 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 definitely. Because you, the, the broader the audience, the better you're going to have people come in. And once they're in your store, you kind of got them hooked to the point where they could see all the categories you shoot. So I'm, once I'm in your store, I can search everything. Um, anytime you give them links though, make sure you link them to the new search page store. Like, okay. Because they're going to find a lot more that way than your original page. Okay. I wouldn't even use that. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, but I wouldn't use that anymore. And eventually, we're going to weed that out, and we're going to we're going to move into this new look and new feel with the filtering. So, okay. you want to give your customer as many options as possible. So, the search yeah. page is what I would link to anytime you push them to your store. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, and and of course, you can make different links for different categories, and you can even type in. Oh my God! Okay, wait. I'm gonna share it again. <laughs> I just had another idea. Am I sharing? Yeah. Yes. What was, it was Ann Lee. I could probably find you this way instead of typing everything. Maybe, maybe I can, maybe I can't. Where is she? 76961 is my number. Oh. 76961. Mm -hmm. There you are. Oh, I forgot to put the apostrophe S. So, shit. You know what? I forgot what I was going to do now. Um, <laughs> The last, oh, oh, okay. So now that I'm on your store, you can get so, you know, you could say like, I mean, you could really go crazy. It's like black boots and hit enter and there's 12 clips with black boots. So you could say, this is for boot people. I'm going to copy this and uh -huh. give this link. To, but anything you could type in here that you can imagine, you can, you're going to get a new link. So you can, you know what I'm saying? So any search yeah. doesn't have to be specifically a category because obviously you can go to your you go to your categories here and pick pick something here if you want which is the same as a keyword but they're more you know uh what do you call it more um more geared towards that exact thing but you could just type in anything you want to like you know red toes for example now you might not have any of that but nope. you don't <laughs> so but but if you do want to put something you know leather or something you might find a guy See, there you go. So 196 clips with leather. So you might trigger on someone who's just in the, the leather fetish, but they're going to see all this content. Like, whoa, this is like, so what my point is, is that you're baiting them in with leather and now they're, now they're on your store and they're probably going to find something that they're going to like. Yeah. Cool. So they can, they can really go crazy in here and start resorting, re, um, you know, they could see what's popular with leather if they want to. And here's 19 clips in the last week with leather. So these are your popular leather clips. You know, you can, there's so many things with this new search you could do, which you probably haven't played that deeply into it, but you could just go, because every, every, every keyword you type in here becomes a new searchable link that you're gonna give to customers. So yeah, yeah. it could be anything. I mean, anything you can think of, even if it's like this new content you're talking about, say you're shooting this um, specific genre, maybe it's, um, I don't know. I'd have to think of something that's really unique. Like, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you're going to wear like something special, like, uh, 
uh, what's that thing, like a corset or something like, you know, red corset. And you're only going to do 10 clips uh, uh, every six months with red corset. So here's all my red corset clips. Here's the link to it. You type it in, you add it to your, you know, you add red corset to your keyword. So it pulls it up. And now you have a whole new group of clips to sell to people who are only into that one particular thing. So you can micro niche it down to anything you want. Yeah. Is what it comes down to pretty much. So cool. Very cool. So what so you can do is deprecated. Just forget about it. What? The, the old, the old cat without the old search function, like, you know, the standard page. The yeah. I wouldn't page. even send people to that anymore. I would send them okay. to the store that I showed you and let them, you know, because that's your store on the new search and they can, go to town in there and have, I mean, they could be there forever just looking through your content and fast and they could filter it out quicker. The other one doesn't even have filters. So at least yeah. let them filter stuff out quickly. So, okay. uh, so it's good. So anyway, so you should um, get with Chantel if you can with your shoe size and your bikini size, your shirt size, whatever. We have all kinds of swag we could send oh, to you. Cool. Yay. <laughs> so maybe in some of your clips, you could start wearing a little bit of merch from us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can so, beat somebody with a clips for sale pillow. We have those too. Yeah, <laughs> pillow. You can smash a mug over their head. I don't know. Whatever you got. Yeah. <laughs> those are metal mugs, Neil. No. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> but we do have like flip flops and, and robes and you know, okay, cool. All kinds of cool stuff that. Um, I'll email you when we're done. Yeah, okay, great. We'll send everything to Chantel. You what address you want to send to, and everything. We'll get stuff out to you. So. So once again, another amazing clip zone. And today again, we had On Lee from On Lee's, what was it, S? Emporium. Emporium, how can I forget the word emporium? That's like, that's the word that, that takes it on. It's like, it's an emporium <laughs> of S. Um, so On Lee, thanks again for coming in and sharing your, uh, your time with us. And of course, anytime in the future you ever have any questions, problems, concerns, anything, you can call me. My number's on the website. You can see it in the when you log in your admin. It's mm -hmm. at the bottom. You can text me, call me, email me, whatever you want to do. And um, hopefully we'll see you in the future at one of the – maybe at AVN this year we'll see you. I don't know. That would be great. If yeah, you do, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do it. If you do want to go, we, we put out a broadcast message in the admin prior. If you see it, which you should see it if you log in your admin, make yeah. sure you contact Darius and say, I want to come and hang out at the booth, and we'll give you a, a pass to come so you can at least get in. And I'll make you some cards to hand out. And um, this way your fans have something to take home with them too. Okay, awesome. So it's all good. So thanks again, Chantel, for coming today also. And always. <laughs> always fun. So hopefully everybody had fun today and learned some good, important things. And I know I did. And we came up with good ideas for Omni as well. So it's all good. So peace out, everybody. Bye.